Hello, everybody. This is uh, Brett Clark, and I'm here with the for the Short Print Podcast. And I'm joined, as always, with my co-host, John Samuelson. And on this week's show, we're going to break down a few things we've been going through here in this great hobby of sports card collecting. We'll talk a little bit about some of the big hits and purchases this week, uh, a big trade that I made with some cards and, and how that all turned out for me. And then we'll dive into players that we're watching, including Samuelson, who will admit that he made a mistake in something he mentioned last week. And then finally, we'll wrap up uh, with some conversations around the hobby. Me talking about what freshness me a little bit with this hobby with some great players out there who, who get no love when it comes to grading or uh, the value of their cards. And then Sammy tries something new, a new grading uh, company, HGA. And so all of this and more here on our great show, The Short Print Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Short Print Podcast, where we talk about cards and everything, and we'll get a better intro later. I am John from PDX Sports Cards, and over in Indiana, we have... I am Brett Clark with Mr. C Sports Cards. Mr. John, C how do Sports day? Cards. I was looking at Mr. C Sports Cards, actually, um, this week, and I don't oh know, I'm kind of eyeing your second-year Damian Lillard uh, Prism card there. I was thinking I was thinking maybe I might put in an offer on that. That's how you take offers. Yes, I actually, I was just going through what I had up and actually I saw that and I thought, oh, I should bring that up to John. And he probably, <laughs> would, probably would like that. So I, I would I like pulled, that. I, I was I like, that oh, I need an offer on that. Maybe I can, maybe I can talk you down a little. Yeah, friends and family discount. Absolutely. Okay, that's good. I know. I always like to give some discounts. I've, I've been given some discounts lately on some things. I've been putting up a lot of uh, 2020 Bowman draft has been my, you know, that's my um, poison. I love it. I try and I buy it way too much into group breaks and things like that. But I am, I'm getting right now to the autos. I've been putting up all the colored refractors and I, the new eBay shipping system has really worked well for me on that because now I can ship stuff for $1.50 and people don't have to go, oh, I'm not going to buy this. Um, here, I'll look right now. This Zach Deloach blue refractor to $150 for five dollars and then pay three and a half three ninety nine for shipping now i can actually ship it out for a dollar and a half and i think people don't mind that anymore so the ebay shipping policy i'm crossing my fingers is gonna hopefully get me to um kind of calm see some of my stuff on out of here um using ebay which is you know my main way to sell right now but i'll, I'll branch out i think yeah i haven't um i saw that the other day but i haven't uh looked through about how to take advantage of that of that price so we have to talk off air about about what all you use for envelopes when you sell uh with that shipping and all that kind of stuff but um why don't you say this uh let's this let's dive right into our topics today okay let's go um i why don't you go go for why don't you go first so i know that we put it in order on the dock but why don't you go first tell me what tell me what you're buying right now what did you get this week what are your big purchases because mine are lame because it's right before payday for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, That's yeah, what mine so, yeah, no, it, it's, uh, it's always hit and miss, right? So yes. um, this last weekend, I took a part in a, in a break with my boys over at Kosher Cards. Um, and um, it was um, multi-year uh, packs and some different things like that. And, and so I, I had, um, gosh, who all did I have? I, had, I, I know I had the Knicks 
and um, Good team. Orlando and somebody else, but I, I can't remember who my third team was now. Uh, obviously, um, you know, um, you just never know what you're going to get out of this. Um, they have different, different prism and whatnot. So anyway, long story short, my big pull out of that was a, a really nice uh, RJ Barrett uh, rookie prism purple wave. Um, it's a great card. It's beautiful. Uh, it should be here, hopefully, pending weather in the next couple of days. Should have shipped out on Saturday. Uh, pretty sure I pulled it Friday night. And then, um, so that was my big, my big pull of the week from that break. Uh, it does have a decent little print line that I can see uh, on the feed uh, in, in, the, in a picture that, that they sent me. But um, art is great. You know, the 20 point game tonight at, on the, at the time of this recording on Monday night of this week. And then, um, so he's been playing wonderful. Um, I, I liked him out of Duke. I thought Nick's um, uh, where they were drafting, they, they, they weren't going to get a bad player, but um, I know they really wanted, you know, Zion Williamson, you know, or John Morant, uh, but, you know, RJ Barrett is not a bad consolation prize. Uh, so that, that was my big uh, pull of the week. And then my other big thing for this week um, is um, I had a Quindary Weatherspoon for the Spurs, a one-on-one. I pulled him a couple weeks ago. Um, and in one of my Facebook groups I'm a part of had a Spurs fan looking for Spurs cards. He and I really for almost a week went back and forth uh, negotiating um, on what a fair trade would be uh, for it. Um, it's hard to put a value on a, on a one-of-one sometimes. Yes, it is. Um, especially for a guy like Quindary, who I think he got a lot of upside. He's, he's, he's played well, limited time he's got to play, but he's definitely going to spend more time in the G League this year. Um, so, you know, he's not a, a definite uh, hit, you know, it's not a one-on-one of a Zion or something like that. So, um, so we, we settled on a pretty, um, um, trade of some, of some product and cash. So he, I got a, uh, another RJ Barrett prism rookie, a Kobe white nice. prism rookie. And then the, uh, the big card was a, um, a prism auto of Luis Robert, uh, rookie oh, purple nice. numbered out of 50, uh, it's prism. So it's not licensed, but uh, that card has gone, depending on um, time of year, anywhere from 200 uh, um, down to like the 150-ish range. Um, and then there were, there were, he threw some cash in on top of that as well. Oh, so that's not, that's not bad from what you were talking about. You talked about that last week. And you are talking, yeah. you're, and you also talked about how R.J. Barrett was one of your players that you're really going for, too. So to get like a PC card like Louis, Louis Robert and then get R.J. on top of it and cash, yeah, that's a pretty good trade. I've never done a trade. I would really like to do a trade sometime. I haven't done one yet, but I would like to. Yeah, so you know, we you know, cautious about it. Went through everything, talked a lot. Um, we've sent each other the tracking numbers for our our packages, and uh, he's already paid the cash part of it. So, uh, plus, when you're in those Facebook groups like that, um, if somebody is going to rip you off, uh, you only rip off somebody once because we'll post it, right? Um, let people Scammers. know. Yeah. and let people know on gamers exactly and so the, anyway so i felt pretty safe about it so uh yeah so how about you same would you would you get this week all right so i i've been really um broke this week <laughs> but uh i've still been doing my whole um still buying my tim anderson's um tim anderson has gone up considerably since i've started buying him too like i noticed and i didn't say this like i i'm uh the bowman draft that I bought for Tim Anderson. I got a graded uh, BGS 9.5, Tim Anderson, just no, not numbered, just auto. Um, I think I probably bought it for 130-ish range. And now I see everyone that comes online is about 180, 190 already. 
and I'm like, oh, okay, because I, I wanted to kind of load up a little bit <laughs> of the Tim Andersons. But um, the break I got in was, um, I don't know, I was just sitting there and uh, a hoops break came up and it was a five box hoops break. Um, I've, I've been using real breaks and they run all of their breaks off Facebook. Have you ever, have you ever seen it? So they don't even have a website. They just run all their breaks off Facebook and then you just claim in once they post it. So they'll say, if they say we're gonna post it at uh, 5 p.m. Central time, I'm here at three on the, the West Coast and I'm like, okay, I'm refreshing. I'm watching. And so for Bowman draft, it's very competitive to get teams, but nobody was really buying the Blazers and they were 20 bucks. So they brought, the, they were like, these teams are left. So I claimed the Blazers. And then I saw that the Nets were 25. And I was like, oh, I'll just claim the Nets too and send them a clean 45. And I'm like, maybe I can get a Kevin Durant. And lo and behold, I got a press proof numbered to 25 Kevin Durant off of that, the Nets. And they seem to be pretty impressed with that one. So We'll have to see. I mean, anytime you can get KD, I think that that's pretty good. I think then, you're right. I think that if you look at the Nets, they're built to go in the playoffs. So, you know, I don't think you can go wrong getting just kind of any Nets cards right now and taking your chances with them, you know? Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, big fan of the Nets. I think that they, uh, I like their team. I like KD. Uh, my boys will give me a hard time. My, my oldest doesn't like Kevin Durant very much. Um, so I, I like KD. And uh, so I've, I've been pulling for the Nets uh, this year. Um, I like James Harden. I always want Houston to over, get over the hump with Harden. And so yeah. I, uh, oh, Harden and uh, KD get it done. And, yeah. um, um, you know, um, Kyrie's definitely an interesting uh, mix and all and all that. Uh, but it's a, it's definitely a fun experiment. I think that's, I think that's, that's what makes the NBA a lot of fun. There's so much experimenting that goes on between player combinations, coach combinations. You have guys like Steve Nash who have never, you know, essentially never coached a day in their life on any, you know, level. And, you know, they, you know, you know, obviously he's, he's leading them. Always makes me think of like when, uh, when the Pacers hired, you know, Larry Bird uh, to coach for them. He had never done it before. And he said, I'm going to come be a coach for three years. And he did it, led the Pacers to the NBA finals. And, and when his three years were up, he, went to the front office and said, no, I'm good. I got my fears of coaching like I wanted to, but it's, uh, um, no, it's good. I, I, whenever there's a pick your team, um, uh, break that I'm getting into, I'm always looking for the next, uh, um, uh, especially last year. And this were a good value by last year, uh, they're a little bit higher this year than where they were, um, a year ago. Um, but not too much higher. There's still a good value by because they don't have it. They don't have a, um, a big star rookie, right? You're, so you're, so you're sort of trying to hit, a big Kyrie, a big KD. Um, and then as the new NBA cars come out, eventually, you know, they'll start printing those with Harden on there as well. Um, you know, so you, but because they don't have a big rookie, you know, last year, Nick Claxton was the biggest rookie. I can't even tell you who the rookie rookie is this year for him. Um, you can still get a team like the Nets at a really good value. Right. It's just like be, blaster box price, right? That's the way I looked at it. I just looked at it like I can't buy blaster boxes. We were talking about that a little bit offline. Yep. I can buy them here. So I'm like, well, what's an extra 25 bucks if I throw it at the Nets real quick, you know? Right. So, right. Yeah. Or if you're getting into even a bigger break, um, you know, so I, I get some bigger breaks where they're breaking, you know, um, some hobby boxes and some, uh, they'll do like a multi hobby box break, you know, and it's, it might be three, $4,000 worth of product, you know, but maybe the Nets are only uh, 70 or hundred bucks, 
you know, mm-hmm. to, to get them. And they're opening so many boxes, get so many cars, you know, you know, you're, you're going to get some nets. Um, you know, you know, you, you might get a stained glass of Kyrie Irvin. Uh, you're going to get some really great KD cards is where I got my one of five um, auto of KD out, out of a brick like that. And I paid, you know, like 90 bucks for that spot. Mm. So no, that, that's good. You know, um, um, you know, so I mentioned you know, a little bit about the fact that, you know, you know, looking at new hoops, uh, as I told you uh, before we started recording, you know, I went out target today and was able to get some hoop cello packs. Um, definitely interesting to kind of go through there. I uh, didn't anything crazy big. Um, you know, I, I, I'm looking right now, I'm looking for Tyrese Halliburton. He's kind of my guy. Um, I like Halliburton a lot too. You and Bill Simmons. Yeah, right? we do. Well, I mean, he's one of those guys where watching the draft, um, I think we might have mentioned this a little bit last week. Um, you didn't know like, like why, why, why did he fall to where he did? Like if you watched him play in college, like you knew he was going to be good. Um, so anyway, so I, I didn't, uh, I didn't pull any great uh, Tyrese Halliburton's this week, but I'm starting to look a little bit, not quite ready necessary that um so it's interesting for me like i'm watching them and i and if i if i get them in a pack i'm gonna keep them i'm gonna hold mm-hmm. them but i'm i'm still not not buying a lot of hoops product um singles that is um i'll spend some money on cello packs um you know spent you know five dollars on cello packs today um and because there's just too much upside I and mean, i can get five bucks back and plus if i lose five bucks on a pack it's five dollars right, who cares five bucks, yeah yeah so but i'm not gonna i don't really want to say go out um uh buddy of mine pulled a kobe bryant uh slam magazine today and said hey and you know i'll sell it to you for 150 and i was like well look i'm congrats you pulled out a five dollar pack uh but i don't want to pay one i don't want to pay 150 happy to pay five bucks for it <laughs> right. and get it and pull it myself but uh so tyrese halliburton is still a guy that i'm, I'm, I'm buying this week i'm trying to learn um who all the new baseball players are going to be uh aside from the you know andrew vaughn and some folks for the white Sox and whatnot and nick madrigal still going to be a rookie card you know this year yes, yes, on the 21 sure. so um you know those are uh, as far as baseball goes uh, madrigal and um andrew vaughn from a white Sox perspective home book of four trying to learn a little bit about uh who some of these other uh, rookies are because everything i've been reading there's going to be a lot of big baseball rookies uh, this upcoming um, top season and stuff like that. So, the tops. Uh, have you watched any of the tops get opened? There's, a, I, I sometimes I want to thank Tops <laughs> Series One for coming out because it's really slowed me down for my spending because yeah. it was every day I always felt pressure because there's a Bowman draft coming in and I'm like, oh, I got to get it on. I, I, I feel like that's where I just have to throw my money down. But I love that they're opening. I kind of like watching the tops get open and watch the hits, but I feel under no pressure whatsoever to buy any of the tops. Like I, it's almost like the hoops, right? I like watching the hoops get open. Maybe yeah. I'll throw 20 bucks in there for the PC, but like on the, as far as the top series one, I like it. I like watching it. And I like seeing some of the cool like 86 refractor things. I might buy those a little bit later. But other than that, I mean, I saw an awesome Luis Robert, which you would have loved. But <laughs> No like, kidding. But right. So I, I feel like it's good that Tops is coming out because it slowed me down a little bit and everybody seems to be going crazy. And I'm like, oh, good. One, I can kind of sit off to the side and watch, but I don't have to throw my money in it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I bought, I bought a couple. Just, yeah. just to see what was yeah, in what there. What did you hit? Um, uh, Ryan Mount, Mount Castle. Ryan Mount rookie. Castle is one of the big rookies. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, and, mm-hmm. and um, for so the I, I, yeah, and it was a uh, silver foil card, 
And I went, I just, I sold it right away. I wanted to see more for me, you know, all right, how fast are these going to move? So I, I, I him, uh, who's the guy from Philly's Alec Bohm. Alec Bohm. Yep. Bohm. So I pulled one of his, yep. his is not sold. I got several watchers on it. Uh, and it was just a base, you know? So, yeah. uh, so that was kind of the reason why I bought that. Uh, Cause there's so many different rookies, so many different position players. You, and you're not really sure who all is going to take off. So, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I got those the other day and that, that was cool. interesting. So, yeah. So how about you? Who else, who are you, um, who, who are you looking to buy right now? All right. So when, when we sit there and as we go through, um, since I am trying to distinguish our uh, PDX sports card as a Bowman specialist, I think I know a lot of the rookies that are coming out. It's, you know what the harder part is for me, Brett, is just like, which rookies are going to be, which rookies is tops going to slowly leak out? I think they probably could have put Wander, Wander Franco um, in series one, but I think they're holding him back for series two. And I think that he will be the huge one when series two comes out. I do like Alec Baum a lot. For, um, shortstop for the Phillies. I think he's good. Everybody seems to really like Mountcastle. And um, he seems to be one of the bigger ones. Um, did you see that they kind of released, like, I, I saw like an amended list of like the top 100 um, prospects or whatever. Mountcastle was, was only like 76 or 67. He's somewhere on there, but since he's in, since he's a rookie card in this one, he seems to be one of the big chases. I think uh, Jesus Sanchez for the Marlins too is one of the people that uh, will start to get some notice. I think. Yeah, I just wonder. If it's just because maybe you know, Baltimore's not a great team. Uh, sorry to break. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, to, I hate to break it to you. Orioles fans out they, there, they know. They know. I think. I'm sure they do. And so I think maybe it's because you know. Um, He's gonna he's gonna play a play right away, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's that's part of it too, right? It's right. Um, it's about getting reps. Yes. Um, and you know, are they gonna be with, are they gonna break with 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 the um, with the big league team? And um, I, I imagine that that kid's gonna break with Baltimore. Um, yeah. If he doesn't make their team out of spring training, then you know uh, how good of a prospect can he be? um <laughs> that's, that's true i saw i saw somebody I, they were i laughed the other day you would have appreciated the joke they were i was charles barkley and Shaq were talking inside the nba and uh some guy came off the bench and was just lighting up lighting it up for uh the heat and he was a former bulls player and i forget his name but it was just funny and charles barkley just joked he's like he didn't make the Bulls. How, how, how are you going to go off for 21 points in this game and you didn't make the Bulls? <laughs> how good could he be? Right. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. But just remember that uh, Leonard Fournette got cut by the Jaguars. <laughs> which, yeah. Which is crazy. Then, I wish the Bears would have picked up Leonard Fournette. And then scored a Super Bowl. So, I mean, yeah, there we um, go. anyway. Yeah. So, are there any uh, any NBA players that you're uh, so, picking up right so now? Where I'm going is I was going to amend. So we made some picks. So your pick this week was Tyrese Halliburton. I think yep. that's solid, solid pick. I'm going to amend one of my picks as I, I think that we should go back and, and be very honest about our picks as we go on. So Cam Johnson for the Suns is now coming off the bench. I think that um, um, I forget Dario Saric, I think is now he was injured and that's why Cam Johnson was getting some solid playing time. And so I don't like a player that's coming off the bench right now as a second year player to start investing in. So I think I was, I didn't get any Cam Johnsons. I've been looking a lot. So I, I might hold off on my Cam Johnson. I still think Mikhail Bridges is solid on that team and he's scoring 20 um, 
kind of regularly now every now and then so i do like mikhail bridges but so the one that i like the team that seems to be making moves we talked about them last week detroit pistons not only did they put blake griffin up on the block right now and you can talk about andre drummond up on the block in a second because i think that that's cool for jared allen people jared allen might be a solid investment but i do like i've been noticing sadiq bay for the pistons and he looks like a steal now and it seems like they when when you know he's a small forward so it seemed like when they benched blake they made the decision we're going to trade derrick rose they've i saw they've given dennis smith jr some playing time awesome to free dennis smith jr i think that i want him to have a second chance because I feel like he just got into New York and got into to no man's land for that. So I really like Sadiq Bay as the new product comes out for basketball. No, I think Prism is, I mean, I'm kind of not getting, like I said, like we were been talking about, hoops, I'm kind of good to collect a little bit for PC stuff. But it, when, uh-huh. when Sadiq Bay comes out for Prism, that might be a person I, I go after big time. Yeah, I, just, I wonder if, Sadiq Bay is like this year's Eric Paschal. Who I think is pretty good still too, right? Yeah, but he's, he's a solid bench player, right? right I right. mean, you know, Paschal got a lot of playing time last year because Golden State was, you know, going through all the injuries and they're yeah. terrible, right? And so first team All-NBA rookie. Um, and I think moving his cards last year was a lot easier than moving his cards this year. This yeah, year, players true. are healthy and he's come off the bench. And, um, you know, and I think people are kind of seeing it. Yeah, you know. Eric Paschal is a fine player. He's probably never going to be an all-NBA player. Mm-hmm. Uh, his all-NBA rookie team is probably the last all-NBA team he'll ever make, you know, and you know, maybe he'll prove me wrong. Uh, he's There's people out there who definitely know more about basketball than I do, but just watch him <laughs> in this year. We just um, really we just really like basketball, both of us. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, this is, this is a disclaimer. We really don't know anything. We're just <laughs> we a couple of fans. It. We don't know anything, but we love to watch it. And we I, love to watch. I, I do love watching everything NBA. It's my favorite sport. Yeah. So I mean, um, there's always that you know, um, uh, good stats on bad team kind of guy. Sadiq Bay is putting up some pretty good stats. Um, my twelve uh, year old and I um, uh, uh, took place in a break at a local card shop here in louisville and um he got the pistons out of a three box uh nba hoops hobby break and we got like four or five uh sadiq bays out of a, a couple of uh um, prison ones out of there mm-hmm. as well so um at first my son was like ah the pistons and then actually and then we saw sadiq bay was nba player of the week yeah. so i, I told him that we're gonna put these up for sale we probably might even do it um probably tomorrow um and whatnot and so that's uh, um it was just because like what you said, but he's, he really is playing really, really well. Yeah. You a lot of minutes. And I'm really surprised because uh, last year, Sekou Bayo for Pistons yeah. was kind of like a big part. People were buying him. him was, up. People were really hot on Sekou. And then yeah. he just hasn't, he just hasn't turned the corner this year. You know, it's like, you'd think that with their youth movement, they would, maybe they will, you know, they, they actually started winning a couple games. Not that. And I mean, as a Bulls fan, I, I'm naturally drawn to be very anti-Detroit Pistons right. since I grew up. I naturally. Know, I grew up in the Michael Jordan era. So I really don't like the Pistons. But, I mean, there was a time when the Pistons played the Lakers in 2004 when that NBA Finals with the Carl Malone, Gary Payton Lakers, right? And I totally rooted for the Pistons to win that Finals. 
<laughs> so I, yeah. I mean, so times can change, you know, like that. But um, I don't mind seeing the Pistons flounder, but they're really bad. And um, they, they, yeah, I mean, what is Blake Griffin? I think he's been solid. And it'll just be interesting to see if they can do anything with him. But it seems like they're embracing the youth movement, which is good. But they, they've they really made some bad draft choices in in the last – they've had low draft choices and just made some really poor choices with some of their draft choices, you know? Yeah. Um, I can't remember who it was. I was talking the other day. Now, um, it's not a podcast I listen to, but they were talking about, you know, what, what city or what team has taken, like, the biggest – dip uh over mm-hmm. their um you know 30 year career following uh the nba and they mm-hmm. immediately said the, the detroit pistons mm-hmm. between what's happened to the city to what's happened um um usually to the team as as an organization um yeah i mean when you and i were, were growing up and and you know all of the early 2000s you know they mm-hmm. were a team to be reckoned with both on the basketball court and in the fist fight and um <laughs> yes they were right so i mean you could almost add the bulls to that list too really after the talk about falling off a cliff you know yeah you know but but you can at least like see a plan now right like yeah. there's a plan in chicago uh you got some good coach uh, yeah you have a good coach a coach you know how to develop players you have uh, some good young talent um and then you kind of have this place where with guys like Lori market and, and zach levine with the bulls where they can make a decision of, all right, we're going to, we're going to grow with them or we're, we're, we're playing them well enough where we can flip them for more assets. Yeah. And um, um, if you're the rest of the league, you're probably hoping that they flip them for more assets because we're really, you know, all three of the players of um, Levine, um, uh, Lori Marketing, and also, um, um, uh, just the name of the game. Well, he, he was on, on the Pacers for a while, power forward, left-handed. Oh, that is young. I know who you're talking about. Right. Right. Yeah. So between those three, those are three great assets that the Bulls can either A, buckle down and compete with those guys, or more likely trade them for more assets because people are going to become are going to become calling between now and March 25th um, for those three players. Um, But so that's that's interesting, right? And you mentioned Sadiq Bay. What he's, you know, what he's doing now, I do think he's a good buy. I don't know. I don't know if he's a long hold. He's probably a good buy and and flip between now and the end of the season, in my opinion. Um, but you know, um, you exactly hold on. What you were saying last week, though, too, like I was saying, how I liked Rui, and I saw Rui make some nice dunks. But in all, re- in reality, Rui and Sadiq Bay are not going to make the playoffs this year. So right. you are kind of holding them, right? Like either, right? Either they're catching real big fire and he's winning player of the rookie of the week three weeks in a row, and then you flip them. Yep. Or you're holding them for next year and hoping that, which is a hard, which is a hard hope that the Pistons and the Wizards turn around and actually. Are, I, I actually thought the Wizards would be competitive this year. To be honest, I you yeah, know, I thought they would make the playoffs, but it doesn't look like they're going to. No, no, in, in between now and. The, the trade-in line and we're going to see a lot a lot of player movement you know and you mentioned um you know blake griffin in in detroit yeah. and then you also mentioned um um you know andre drummond over in cleveland yeah. which both those players kind of lead me to you know our, our last topic of discussion tonight which is some of our, our overall uh, um, hobby observations mm-hmm. um and here you have two players blake griffin who is is going to be an nba hall of famer you have yeah. andre drummond who is 
at some point in time, you know, years down the road, people who didn't watch him play are going to look at his stats and go, man, this guy, how did he not make more all NBAs? Did you see, did you, I saw a stat on him today and they were showing, they were showing some of his bad offensive decisions, but do you know, he's, he's like the fastest to like the fourth highest of rebounds in the first years of his career. He was behind like Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell. And it it was like insane. The people he was like the fourth on the list for, I, I don't even know the third was, but once you've got Bill, Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell ahead of you, that's, I think that's insane. So, right. But they were just saying Drummond just needs to realize that his offensive, I think even Matt Barnes was saying this on the jump today. You've just got to yeah. realize your offensive, like know where you fit. You're a shot blocker, you're a rebounder, clear it. And then just get your 14 points on putbacks or whatever, but don't try and be this monster you know, I'm going to make all these moves thing because they showed a lot of his moves to the basket. They're almost laughable. I didn't realize he was that like, I didn't realize it was that bad. You know? Yeah. You know, he's a guy who you might fill a stat sheet for you, but he's probably, you're probably not going to be uh, an NBA champion with him as your starting center. Yeah. And um, so a lot of great stats, um, you know, Blake Griffin's past his prime, but as, as good as talent as those two players are um, in this hobby, you know, well, in reality, they're not going to win your NBA title. Right. And in this hobby, you're you're not going to really be able to move them for a lot of a lot of money. Um, right. And uh, which you know, if it's not for your PC, then this is what our this hobby is for, right? I mean, mm-hmm. is to make a little bit of cash to help you know bring bring you know more things in, into our PC. You know, like the trade I made earlier this week. <laughs> you know, taking a player and trying to bring somebody else in who I can add to my personal collection and things like that. So this is why you were talking, you know, I went ahead and just kind of looked up Andre Drummond, his last um, PSA nine rookie um, prism um, sold for 66 bucks. Yeah. And here's a guy who is like, you just talk about some of his stats right there. Um, and, and, and really in a lot of ways is one of the premier rebounders mm-hmm. and defensive players, you know, um, in the league right now. And he was in Detroit, uh, but it's funny as, as good as he is, Teams don't want him. Uh, I'll be really interested to see what Cleveland can get back for him. Um, and then um, he has he has somebody like a panic trade written all over him. You know, somebody like Boston who just panics and thinks that they need that. <laughs> Boston needs something for sure. I don't know if it's Andre Drummond, but they need something. Right, but you, you see Boston also be like, all right, we're going to give you Romeo Linkford. We're going to give you Taco Fall. We're going to give you Carson Edwards, you know, and, and – uh, a second round pick and, you know, a protected first round pick, something like that, uh, just to try to, because their, their team seems to be reeling right now, which, you mm-hmm. know, that's not time, but I'm really going to see what his market's going to be in, you know, in the actual league, but also then his market, you know, in, um, um, you know, in, in, in this hobby that you and I are part of, um, you know, because it is interesting to see talented guys who are great in, in, in the sport that they play, but yet they continue to, to not move. Um, and we were talking, you know, uh, this week, a little bit prior to the podcast about, you know, guys like Chase Young. Um, yeah. I, we, he's awesome. My, he's phenomenal. My son and I got um, uh, some optic uh, solo packs today. And we were, um, you know, and you're opening them up. You're hoping for a rated rookie. You're hoping for a rated rookie quarterback. And you almost <laughs> right. would be disappointed if you're going to get a rated rookie, rookie Chase Young. In reality, Chase Young's a you know, defensive you know, rookie of the year. He's gonna 
you know, as long as he stays healthy, is going to be defensive player of the year, probably multiple times. He's the kind of guy that can anchor a defense um, and you can build around. Um, he He's really a phenomenal building, building about place. He certainly could be the best defensive player on a, on a Super Bowl team. Probably not in Washington, yeah, but probably. on a Super Bowl team. <laughs> right, um, not for Washington, yeah. Not for that organization, but for his next organization. And, um, and um, you know, but I'm, I'm not sure where the ceiling is at on the value of his cards and it, because defense doesn't sell. Right. It's, it's like, okay, so it's kind of the reason, and I, I mean, I, I don't collect football cards. <laughs> it's the real, I love watching them get open. I love football. I love football. Yeah. I love watching the cards, but I, I mean, there were times where I was really frustrated because I was like, here you know like um the some of the last few people i bought were like um one of the ones i rookies i went after calvin ridley who i thought had an awesome year and it's like you're buying the, you're getting these calvin ridley's and then all of a sudden there's like there's not really a jump and so you're like really i'm, I'm gonna lose money on this calvin ridley he's been awesome this year another one was chris godwin i bought a bunch of chris godwin i was like i love tampa bay's receiving core and it was before yep. this year. and then chris godwin you're just kind of like oh okay so you're like you come to the realization that you're just gonna have to and so for football all i do is collect players i like because i've just come to the conclusion whether and running backs they just get hurt. <laughs> it's yes. like, how do you feel right now if you do have Saquon Barkley like coming off this? Right. And he's awesome. And Saquon Barkley is awesome. I think he yeah. was, I don't think he was a bad draft choice. He just happened to get hurt. And here's this awesome, or like Odell Beckham Jr. What a great talent. And then what is he doing now? He's floundering. So yeah, yeah. I think that's what makes football di- difficult. You really just almost, if you're trying to, flip and just get some money for other things like you really just have to go quarterback you can't go chase young you can't go joey bosa i no. mean jj watt how much is J- how much is jj jj watt i think we checked it out it was like 60 bucks for jj watt rookies i mean he's one of right. the, the best defensive players of the last 10 15 yeah. 20 years absolutely you know so we were opening these packs up and my son got a green velocity raider rookie it's a New York Jets. We're like, ah, oh, well, at least be the quarterback. And it was, it was James Morgan. And here's James oh, Morgan. Right. He might never start a game in the NFL, but I promise you that that car's going to sell. Because you're right. Because he has quarterback potential. It's almost like um, who was the who who did we think before Cam Newton went to the Patriots? Who was the quarterback that was kind of sitting there waiting? I mean, I remember everybody's kind of going Garoppolo before. I'm a big Garoppolo booster still. I wish the Bears had <laughs> traded for Garoppolo, but yeah. then they wouldn't There's be still in the, Mitch, time. the Mitch situation. Who uh, Stidham, right? Yeah, Stidham, right? Yeah, Stidham, uh, Jared right? Stidham. And so Stidham, everybody was kind of like Stidham, and Stidham was hot for a while there. And I'm like, yeah, the next Patriots quarterback is going to be a hot get. And then all of a sudden it was Cam Newton for a year, and then Stidham – just off the plank, you know, and, right. and I, I, I don't even think they didn't even start him in the last couple of games. I don't think they think much of Stidham, but no. man, about the the time right before NFL started, Stidham, that, right. was, that was a hot well, card. So you have Chase Young again. Chase Young, it was proven now. Proven, great commodity, but I, I would rather have a Jacob Eason. Yeah, right. Who apparently is still so bad that the Colts are just looking for anybody other than Jacob Eason or to be their quarterback. 
<laughs> yeah, we're mystery biscuits. But I mean, they, you know, they, they, they rolled out, you know, the the corpse of Philip Rivers this year. You know, they. I, I always thought that was peculiar. I did think that was be. I and I really like Philip Rivers, but I thought that was a peculiar. He just seemed like he was kind of losing velocity. I, I think he needed to retire. Well, and I, but I was watching a break for Mamba Cards the other night, and the guy mm. he he went he had a box. Uh, he did a personal hobby box of uh, optic um, um, football, and um, he had a uh, and and in the hobby box he had three different Jacob Eason cards that they included in a Jacob Eason on card auto. Mm-hmm. And they were like pumped. I'm like, guys, he can't crack the field. And <laughs> you don't want Jacob Eason to play. Cause as soon as he plays the value of his cards is probably going to dip. <laughs> but that's, what's so funny about this right. is that that's his cards are holding value better than Chase Young. And sometimes it, it, it's a little frustrating um, being a guy who was never an actual athlete. No one ever would mistake me for one. But if I ever was an athlete, I was would not have been a quarterback. <laughs> would have been definitely a lineman. <laughs> and it's like these guys are super important. You can't win without them. And uh, but yeah, just no love in the hobby. No, no there's no hobby. value. No it's, value. Yeah, it is. It. it is tough because sometimes you do. I, I I think that one of the things, and you can laugh at me for the saying this, but uh, one of the ones I wanted to get was. Um, I've always been a Nebraska fan. So I do, I'm going to look back now and kind of get some Indomitian Sioux um, yeah. rookie cards. And those do have a little bit of value. Like, but I think that's just because those were from 10 years ago when football cards were a lot harder to, to come by. Like, I think that some of those sets that he's in are like, like a Topps Chrome or like a Bowman Chrome or something sets they don't make anymore because Topps isn't licensed for football. So I right. think that they carry a little bit more value and things like that. But uh, that's one of the, like, right. I, I'm just kind of waiting for Indomitian Sue's career to end. And then I'll be like, okay, let's see if I can pick up a few. Cause I just, I, I like them. And I know that most people don't like them, but I'm glad, I'm, I am glad that he won the Super Bowl. I was kind of yeah. one of the side benefits was like, I'm glad he finally got a Super Bowl because any of those people that toil in Detroit with the Lions for years, like the Calvin Johnsons and the Barry Sanders, you got to feel good for a guy that actually gets out of wins one because those yeah. poor guys retired so early. <laughs> yeah, those they're like, oh, okay, well, I, we, I was we impressed with Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders was always a favorite of mine and he just, he left so much on the table and Calvin Johnson. I really like, I'm a big receivers guy and I like Calvin Johnson. He left so much on the table. Absolutely. That's that's my, that's my negative old man. Get off my, get off my lawn. You know, this, this starts, you know, spending some more money on the defensive players, plus in the NFL because there's so many cards. And um, uh, do you, do you like the, do you like the Donruss optic? I've been watching a lot of it be open. Do you, I think it looks, I think it looks incredible. I I think it's really cool. It's, it's a beautiful, um, beautiful card. And so my uh, product, my, my, my buddy, Paul, uh, John, who, um, I do, uh, not your John, other John that I know uh, uh-huh. in this hobby, he, um, uh, he pulled a, uh, uh Justin Herbert, uh, optic hollow today yeah. out of a $10. And they're nice. And they're nice. And it, 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 it not only is it great value, it's just a gorgeous looking card. Yeah. Um, and so that was one of his, uh, big hits today. So that's, it's always fun. I love being a part of these groups and just seeing what people pull. And the excitement of it. So, all right, so that's my negative. But that's your, you, that's your, 
you're, you're trying to get off really my cool. lawn. Uh, usually, right. I'm the usually I'm the negative get off my lawn no, person. Right? I, 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 don't, I don't want to pitch a hole myself. Um, <laughs> so, so, all right, but so you're trying something really cool this week, right? So tell yeah, me, what, okay, what, so what are you that, doing? So this is kind of cool, and you might actually enjoy this. So. I, I've been I've been trying to make the move and I haven't been brave enough yet, but I've been getting brave lately into the move. I'm just more of a raw card salesperson and I like to just go with raw cards. I haven't been doing any grading of my own. It seemed like it was too time consuming. I didn't want to send stuff and whatever. So one of my places, Jaspie's Hobby, uh, Hobby in Redondo Beach, California, started getting submissions and taking them and I totally trust them. And they're bringing them physically over to PSA. And so I figured I, I tried every level for that one. So I did send in like eight, not a ton of cards. So then the new thing is, HGA grading, which is which is hybrid grading, has a website. So I signed up for it last week, probably about this time. I picked out four cards that I thought were grade worthy, and I'm going to send them off tomorrow. And some, but I submitted them. And so the cool thing about H, um, HGA is number one, they only allow 1,500 cards to be submitted per week. So what you have to do, Brett, is you have to go there, make an account, get all your stuff ready before 6 p.m. on Friday, uh, my time, which is, you know, Pacific time. It's 9 p.m. Uh, East your time. And what they do is you just go through then and you submit like the, I only did four and I did it at the lowest grading service. But if you submit for 60 days, you're supposed to get it back in 60 days that's why they just kind of open the window and so you can pick your different i know they've been kind of criticized for it i think it looks nice their slabs are supposedly thicker than psas right and they grade the beckett style so it's psa kind of holder it's also graded with corners centering you know all that stuff that beckett grades for so they do the 9.5 and the labels you can actually pick out. So you can do a color match of the uniform that's on the card. You can do like a card match, a team color match, or just a neutral. And you can actually pick what you want on the sticker. And the PSA stickers are so plain. Come on, they needed to update. I don't know if they need to make it. I think everybody is getting mad because they're so jazzy. I kind of yeah. liked it personally. And so I picked, I picked every single one different. So I did all the different color matches so I can kind of see what it looks like. And I'm going to send them out tomorrow because we've been in an ice storm here. So I'm going to send them to tomorrow. But within seriously 10 minutes of that time deadline, all the 1500 spots were gone. So I think that people are thinking, and I've what I've been hearing is it's not there the cards are getting almost 80 to 90 percent of what a psa grade would so if i can do it myself and um get it back like not have to wait seven months and if you do a 30 if you do a 10 day you get it back in 10 days or a 30 or 60 day and you get it back in that time that might be an advantage and they don't do the thing where it's like if your card is super expensive they don't like put the price limits on them so you can actually just submit whatever you want and that's the price you pay. So I was yeah. thinking about taking a, one of my old Fleer Jordans and I, I wasn't sure, the, I guess the thing for me was, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do vintage cards. I might have, I was thinking maybe I would just save them for PSA and do them the proper, you know, hobby appreciated way. But I did send in some, just some newer cards and I was like, okay, so maybe people that are hip to HGA might like some newer cards. So I think I did send in, I sent in two baseball Bowman and two basketball Prism. 
and we'll see what happens. I'll reveal what happens as we go on. It won't happen for a couple months because I right. did 60 day for 20 bucks each. So for 80 bucks, I'm going to get four cards graded in 60 days, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, it's been great. So we'll see what comes in first, yours or the ones I sent out to PSA back in November. And um, they are currently on step three of eight. Um, I do like how they keep you updated for PSA, right? And so it'll be interesting to follow that. So uh, I did their their uh, lowest um, entry on, on those as well. Uh, but I, I submitted those with the intent that they would not be ready until March or April. Uh, most uh, several baseball cards in there. So, um, but I've been thinking about doing that as well. So I'm really curious to what you get back from ACA. So I think I'm going to try again. I think I'm going to try again this week. I think I okay. might pick out five more and spend another hundred bucks. And I think that that's kind of my, I'm going to try and slowly write and I don't need them back anytime soon. I, I don't know. I, I would like, sure. There's some I'd like to flip and, and whatever, but right. I think what I'm doing if, is if I submit to PSA, I'm looking that, that I'm going to get them within six months, hopefully right. seven months. So you, like, I'm thinking, well, maybe I'll start doing basketball cards and I'll get them back then, but maybe I'll try right. some of the speedier services for, I did, when I did the new PSA, um, when I did my PSA submission um, with my new place, I did a 10 day, uh, 30 day. And then I did the, the regular budget. So I, I'm kind of trying to test all the submissions and see where the sweet spot is. Yeah. And I, I did, I did a couple of shorter submissions with them as well. And I, I got those back a couple of my, my couple of Zion that I sent on to them. Um, so for me, I, I was thinking about doing with HGA was a couple of uh, PC cards just mm-hmm. to kind of see like what it looked like, how they came back, what I thought of them, things that made, I was just interested to put you with the, the different colored labels having them like that no that's really cool i'm really excited for you on that and i I, i'm excited to to talk about it whenever the time comes and see what what those uh what you get back on those i know it just it's so interesting with the grading right the grading is the big thing right now and it's right it's like i could sell a raw column sexton prism which i have a bunch of could yep. sell it for, I think the could have sold them for war a couple weeks ago before right, they started right, yeah, it. <laughs> I did actually sell them a couple weeks ago, but right, like I was just saying, like you get probably 60 80 bucks for them raw. Yeah, and I mean, I was getting, I for my PSA 10, I got a, I think I got 220 like a couple weeks ago. So it's nice. like, right, so do I, do I take the time? It's always the, it's always the tough thing, right? And you always get nervous sending them. I don't know. I get nervous sending them a little bit. Yeah, no, no, I do too. I do too. So um, this has been a lot of fun. And, yeah, thanks for, you know, thanks for coming on again. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. And uh, I've told a couple people about, uh, about our podcast. Hopefully there's some people out there starting to listen to it a little bit. Um, you know, I think it'll be fun as we continue to kind of, you know, go through this, uh, I had one of my other friends and uh, this hobby was like, like oh, I want to be on that. And so uh, somewhere down the road, we'll start to do some different, different guests and whatnot. Um, and I think it'd be fun to have a little bit of interviews here and there as well as part of, part of all this. And so uh, not that I don't enjoy our conversation, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, anything you want to, you want to wrap up with here? Today? No, I think that's great. I think that's good too. I think it'd be good to have some breakers and some different people on as we get our flow going, but yeah, I think it's good. I think also we will talk about, websites of the future as i'm sitting on nba top shot right now trying to buy virtual thing i think that there's some interesting discussions for like blockchain and virtual yeah i think there's so much going on in the hobby and it's all it's all super exciting it's all i love to talk about it yeah i do have i do own some uh um 
some Bitcoin and Dogecoin, but I have not uh, ventured into blockchain yet. So we'll talk about another time, another time. Yeah. Um, the same as this has been great. Always enjoy hanging out there. Good, good to see you, my friend. And yes. um, yeah, we're, we're going to talk again soon. All right. We'll see you. See you next time, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Bye.